started with issue one, and now that now that there's like thirty nine or so in, like I'm. I, I'm already buying the volumes as they come out. Oh, like, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. Like, I think, I I think I'm basically gonna collect this entire run. Yes. I'm gonna have like boxes and boxes full of like Power Ranger comics. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, all it took was the right one. Come <laughs> to the dark side. <laughs> and then, because I got in on issue one, you know that never happens for me. So I mean, just... look, technically, anime did the same thing to me. Because, like, I enjoyed anime. Uh-huh. Like, I like... There's certain anime series that I really enjoy, but, like, I'm not diehard by any stretch of the imagination. Uh-huh. And when Megan got me hooked on uh, My Hero Vigilantes, uh, I was yeah. like, oh... Because I started from the beginning, right? Because it just started. Uh-huh. And I had already seen... Like, I'd already seen My Hero, and I'd already, you know, like... I knew of the universe, so I knew enough to just get started in it. And that's what I started, like. That's what hooked me was that book, not Core My Hero, because Core My Hero is good, and I really right. enjoy it. But that one, like reading the manga, because I was getting them like they had that digital service. I can't remember yeah. who it is or whatever. So I was getting them just from there, right as they come out, and like mm-hmm. that was, which it's still weird for me reading the opposite way. But it's just I'm so right. trained. Like my brain is just so I trained it. to read. I get it. I, I do it the other way when I'm reading Power Rangers. Like I'm reading it like I'd read manga, and that's why I'm like, oh wait. Yeah, it's so like sometimes I'll catch myself and I'm like, nothing's making sense. Wait, I'm reading it the, the wrong way. <laughs> that's my fault. That's not the book's fault. Uh, so if you've heard, uh, like we always do, we start with no intro. We just go all in. Right. And uh <laughs> and so you heard you heard it's on record that Nick is now come to the comic side of the equation. Chip in, chip chip chip. <laughs> chip away. <laughs> Look, I'm still gonna say you know, comics and comics and TV is TV. Nah, but... I'll win you over. By the end of this <laughs> show <laughs> whenever this ends or whatever, I will win you over to my side to of that uh, argument too. I know it is going to be like the final few seconds of me just going, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh, oh, and uh, before we uh, get started here, I, I have to uh, say, I've been meaning to do like essentially like an Instagram live or a Facebook live or something of me opening figures. I've been so just, I, I just overwhelmed like lately, like I'm just, mm. I'm just buried, man. So <laughs> I haven't been able to like do that. Which is really just for fun for me, because I was just like, oh, let me open figures. That'll be fun. And so I have sitting next to me Roxy in the box. Nice. And I have Lord Zed in the box. And that puts me at all of the Lightning Collection figures except for Tyler. (laughs) That's the only one I I haven't bought yet. Uh, It's not even, it's because it's a cool looking figure. I just, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're looking at budget. You're like, look, I don't have to spend. Like, they had him. I could have completed the set, but then I found Roxy, and I was like, oh, I got to buy Roxy. So Right, right. Why would you? A... Question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and if I hadn't bought, like, if Roxy hadn't been there, I would have bought, uh, oh, gosh. Oh, my God. Jax! All right. Yeah, see, I was like, it's either Jack or Jazz. Oh, my God. And all I had to find the two. Oh, jeez. Uh. What was wrong with me? I love Jax, too. That's like, ugh, whatever. Eh. Like, if I could have forgotten one, it'd probably be Cruz, but, you know. Look, yeah, <laughs> like let's, just, 
Just blame it on the hiatus, man. Yeah, it's, been, it's been a while since we've seen it, since I've already forgotten a little bit. That's very true. <laughs> that's that's yeah. We will we will uh, we'll blame it on that. So uh, it would have been him, regardless. Point point of the whole diatribe was it would have been him. I still would have bought Tyler, but it's not because the figure doesn't look cool. I just have no personal, uh, you know, like personal love of that character. Right. Like, it's not anything like personal or whatever. It's just like that character doesn't ever like really resonate with me. Um, you know, overall, I will probably say other than, you know, there's like three Dino Charge Rangers that I really like, you know, but like, I won't even say it's just the Red Ranger. Like, it's kind of just like, I like that season, but I don't like love that season. So. Yeah, like, it's one of those things where they were a good group of kids and I was, or young adults or Adults, yeah. I, I I don't know what to call people in their early twenties. Uh, <laughs> like it was a good group. So it was a, no, it was a great group, and it's a great season. Yeah, um, but, so, but it's yeah. also just like oh, and I mean, and they're bringing it back, so it must have been good enough, you know? right? <laughs> uh, so let's actually. So uh, first, let's do because I, I do want to. Well, we'll dive back into comics because we got a lot to talk about. Because uh, of course, Beyond the Grid ended a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. now we are uh, closing the chapter on kind of this. Really closing the the most recent chapter of Go-Go because it is not a finale of the series is going on, but just kind of closing the couple threads that we have, you know, until the next chapter kind of opens up the Green Ranger storyline. Um, yeah, it's it's closing the arc. Yeah. Like, uh, in terms of anime terms, you, you get one arc and it's like, oh, okay, it's setting up for the next, like, big story. Exactly. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about, but uh, we kind of hit some newsy stuff. First, uh, one of the ones actually that kind of slipped uh, past my radar because, uh, well, one, I'll just say this. It's one of the, like, three Power Rangers stories on the site that me or Nick didn't write. (laughs) 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 Right? Okay. Yes, exactly. Uh, (laughs) So uh, So this one, like, literally slipped past us. Yeah, literally. like, (laughs) Like, I discovered it. 20 minutes ago. <laughs> not even gonna front. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, so, according to um, a recent report, uh, I think it's by the hashtag show. Yes, it is. Um, there, Marvel is looking into some possible actors to star in their upcoming Shang-Chi movie, uh, mm-hmm. which is one of the movies that is kind of in development. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're looking at a few actors, um, but one of two of the people... Uh, of particular interest that they are interested in uh, is actually Donnie Yen, uh, who many will know from like IP Man franchise, which is amazing, and Rogue One. Of course, he played a memorable, a memorable character there. But also Aquaman and Power Rangers star Ludi Lin. Oh, good uh, for him <laughs> for the uh, lead role of Shang Chi. So, um, oh, oh, yeah, that could be. Uh, it can be pretty cool. Uh, Ludi, of course, last saw him in Aquaman as uh, uh, he was. Man, what is with me in names today? <laughs> what the hell? Merc, thank you. Good lord. I wanted to say Marth, and I'm like, that's not it. That's. 
That's a Fire Emblem character. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus, what is wrong with me? Mer- it's the Loopy episode. Oh my gosh. What That'll is- be the title of this one. <laughs> what is happening to me? <laughs> uh, so, but I, look, I will say real quick, uh, I've done amazingly well not to cuss. I'm trying to curb. I'm trying to, yes, I'm trying they- to curb my F-bombs and <laughs> some of that stuff. We, we are a show for, uh, like Power Rangers, for children. Yeah, only children appreciate our humor. (laughs) (laughs) We have to clean it up for them. I gotta clean it. You know what? I want to (laughs) be. I want to be accessible, and so I don't want. My thing is, I don't want to necessarily just appeal to a young demographic. However, I do not want a young demographic to listen and be and find something that they can't listen to because of. Something as simple as language. So I am trying to do my best. That was yes. really eloquent, by the way. I want yeah, to like, yeah. to... <laughs> like I would prefer them like not listen to us because of my terrible opinions. Or know? yeah, or that they just don't <laughs> find me amusing. Like yeah, I mean like oh they they suck. Okay, fine, that's an opinion. <laughs> I can live with that. But if you can't listen to me just because I drop f bombs every five seconds, well, that's. That's a little bit of a that's a bummer. So um, I'm trying to do that, but uh, regardless of my language, um, I do find this really interesting. One because it's it's actually interesting in itself that Marvel is looking at a character like Shang Chi, um, and, and we had actually talked about this on the Comic Book Nation podcast at one point, and and Kofi made a really good point about how this opens up going through Shang Chi is kind of a back doorway. To, you know, open the MCU up to a lot of things that, like, something like Iron Fist would have done, but because they can't use Iron Fist for a while, because he was a Netflix property, and, like, it's going to be years before they can do that, this kind of is another way in, essentially, to, like, all this, you know, that, and kind of that whole side of the universe that we don't get to see. Um, And plus, it would just bring some amazing, you know, Asian representation, to the Marvel Universe. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of cool things here. And plus, like, I've never been the biggest Shang-Chi fan. I don't, like, I don't even know who that is. Like, you, you're you're saying all this like I would know. Okay. <laughs> I, I, yeah, maybe that's bad on me. So, so Shang-Chi <laughs> is essentially, I mean, okay, so you know who Iron Fist is, right? Yeah, he was the, the, um, that guy, the Netflix guy, right? I mean, he's essentially <laughs> he like... Was the, he was the guy with, like, a dragon fist. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So the martial Shang, artist? Shang-Chi is, like, essentially an expert martial artist. I mean, you, oh, you, he's okay. a, that's what he does. There is uh, some mysticism elements that come into play uh, in his world and characters he interacts with. So it kind of opens the ball there. They've already explored some of some supernatural and magical stuff in, like, Doctor Strange. And so you can kind of bring some elements of that plus you just get this like hard hitting action style and and both of those are things that you know the marvel universe the cinematic universe anyway doesn't have a ton of so it opens that up a lot uh i think ludulin would be great um i thought he was fine as merc in aquaman i can't recognize that character much from the comics that i know Right. Uh, but that wasn't his fault. Like that was just a design choice that they made, and and I thought he did well with the part that he had to work with. It just wasn't a giant part. But after seeing him in Power Rangers, like I I think he could totally handle this, and it would be really interesting, like to see him paired up against 
you know, some of these heroes like that we've seen that would be kind of in the same age range. Well, right. and yeah, you said so. You said Ludi Lin and Donnie Yen were both up for the Shang Chi part, like the same part. Yeah, so they are reportedly meeting with uh, both of them for wow, roles that's... now for roles in Shang Chi. But Lin, um, they're actually meeting uh, now. This is a report, of course, so right, not right. confirmed or anything. But they're meeting with him about Shang Chi, as in the the lead role. Oh, okay. Yen, it doesn't, they don't specify. They make a point to, like, say that Lin is kind of meeting for that role. Right. They don't say Yen is up for the same role, but he is up for yeah, a cause, role. Because that would have been, like, two distinctly, like, different Chang Chi's. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, yeah, and they're like, are you, do you have two different movies ready to go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, very, very, uh, very different. Like, well, yeah. it depends on who we get. If we get this one, we're going with script A. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that the, makes the sense, age, yeah. just the My age bad. difference alone. Like just right there, I was like, "Are you? I was. Are they both up for?" <laughs> Not bad. That was me. I was like, "Good for Louis Lin being able to like, like play the same role." Like, <laughs> I, I look good for him though. I like. Um, I'm hoping something like a Marvel movie would like uh, put Louis Lin where he's supposed to be. He he seemed cool in Power Rangers. Like, like, we never complain about the cast when we talk about that movie. No. So uh, I've never had a problem with them you know, and what I've seen, but it's also what little I've seen. So, you know, and hopefully he's up to the task if he gets it. And, and Marvel's been like, we have no reason to question Marvel's casting. And so Ludi Lin probably has a lot of talent we haven't seen yet. Yeah. I mean, I, he was, you know, he was great in Rangers. Um like I said, I mean, Aquaman was a very small role, but he was fine. Like he did, he did interesting things with it. Um, but yeah, I would love to see him. I mean, we've seen so much success come from that cast. Right. Like, right. You know, and it's, it's, it, again, he's, he's had success, but like, you know, you're looking at just like one big movie, um, as opposed to a couple different small projects and other high profile projects. So like mm-hmm. him and like RJ Seiler, I do want to see more from. Because, you know, they were great in that movie and, and they had potential. So, yeah, I mean, this would be great. Uh, obviously, this is a few years down the road, probably. But uh, hopefully, hopefully it happens because I would love to see that. Um, and in other news, uh, so this one, I I remember when I posted, uh, when I posted about this because I got a message from you like three minutes later. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> You were like, oh, my God. You're like, I told you. <laughs> I told you. Uh, so, again, according to that hashtag show, uh, sources close to the production of Beast Morpher say that Olivia Tennant, who played Dr. K in RPM, uh, is returning to the series for a special episode. Um, no other Ranger actors from the show have been confirmed or rumored to be a part of this. So right now it does just seem like it would be Dr. K only. Um, this would be... Um, it, it actually isn't specified either whether that's during season one of Beast Morphers or season two mm. um, or super or whatever they call it. Um, but that is cool nonetheless, at least from my side. Nick, how, mm. how do you feel about this? Oh, absolutely. Like, I remember I messaged you because um, I you know, when Beast Morphers was first announced, I'm sure many people had the same thought I had. Like, it, it was like, oh, it's continuing RPM in a way because you can't really deny – 
you know, even though it's completely, it's a different Sentai, all that other stuff, but it's like, you know, it's vehicle animal things. Yeah. So it's like, oh, I was like, oh, RPM. It's vehicle animal things. It was a deadly virus. And I was like, oh, Vengex. And I mean, the new virus isn't Vengex, but with Dr. K, it's clear that they're going to, you know, they're going to tap into her experience fighting Vengex. And, you know, maybe if even if we're lucky, you know, because Vengex like stored itself in a morpher. At the oh, end of that series, man. like at the, yeah, at the end of that one. So, oh, man, if, if they... I had, yeah, if I had my druthers, like <laughs> <laughs> we get, you, you know, <laughs> we get, we get Blazer Roxy like grabbing that morpher, and then oh. you know, then it stumbles like it, it summons like an evil Vengex Ranger, right? So, you know. It, Maybe you, maybe you take one of the RPM suits. Like, it doesn't even have to be, like, you know, you don't even have to bring him back at that. You know, you just oh bring back the Vengex voice actor. And it's like, oh, this is the vet. Like, this is Vengex. And then you call in Dr. K. You can even call her in through a screen. She doesn't even have to be there. That's the beauty of this cameo. And, like, even with them, they didn't even have to bring her back. They could have brought back, like, the K. Like, that she yeah. spoke behind. You know? But it seems like she's actually going to have a part, like... You're gonna yeah. see her, which is great. That's yeah, awesome. Cause, yeah, because she, you know, she's fought an evil virus before. So, and like in a futuristic or not futuristic city, but you know, um, just like a, a future city. And this, this is Beast Morphers. Like, I would, I would say Beast Morphers Super. You know, because it would be cool. Like towards the end of the second season. You know, because we were already remember. If I had my druthers. <laughs> <laughs> This is me saying, oh, they do the big crossover, you know, like the big Austin St. John crossover uh, at the beginning of Beast Morphers Super. And then towards the end, bring in Dr. K because like maybe this new virus just gotten like way stronger. And I don't know, man, I'm just excited. Yeah, I, that's awesome. I hope it like it's not confirmed or anything. No. But but even just the idea that that's out there, like that means that they're they're actually writing if right. That yeah. Sense. That means that <laughs> someone spiffed, like someone spiffballed the idea. Like it's like, oh yeah, oh, what do you think about this? And <laughs> you know, like unless someone's just completely fabricating, which does happen from time to time. But uh, you know, hashtag tends to have like I mean, some a lot a lot of stuff tends to pan out in some way or another. It might not be exactly the way you would think, but typically, you know, a lot of stuff does end up happening. So this is. This is cool. I mean, it, it's it's awesome. I hope it happens. I hope, you know, they get all this together. Um, I'm with you as far as, like, I don't even need all the Rangers. It would be cool if they had one or two. Right. If they if they can do it, yes, absolutely. But even if not, if I get a few references to the team from her or yes. what's happened since then or whatever, I'm fine. I, I'm not asking them to just, you know, like – I'm not asking. I'm not a, like a gratuitous or greedy person. Like this is cool enough. That's really cool. You didn't have to do that anyway. So awesome. Kudos. Yeah, and it's just connecting the universes again. It's yeah. one of those things where it's like you. They don't have to, but this is like you know because it's a new show. Like for all intents and purposes, it's you know it's for a new audience. So yeah. something like this is purely fan service and. That's just a great move. That's just a show of good faith. And it's one of those things, like, if all this pans out, like, to be honest, even if it's all terrible, 
even if I hate every second of it, but they brought him back. Like it's it's one of those things. Like I feel like it would balance it out for me. I'd be like, oh, you know, Beast Morphers was a good season. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, I hope it. I hope it happens, and I think it would be a great way. I agree with you. I think it would be a great way for season two. Like you give it that pickup, right? Um, whether you do the other anniversary episode in in this season or the next one, yeah. Regardless of where that falls, I think doing this towards the end of season two would actually be really smart and kind of give fans something to look forward to. So I I totally agree with you. Um, another thing fans actually have to look forward to will occur uh, at San Diego Comic Con. Because uh, Hasbro just like pulled a mic drop moment out of nowhere, mm. just you know, pulled a Beyonce and just kind of said, "Hey, <laughs> guess what? You've been you you thought those uh, four figures that you're still picking up at stores, by the way, because they're like they're still hitting stores. We're cool. We're gonna deliver a two pack exclusive to the show, and this is the first one, the first exclusive that Hasbro has offered." Uh, since they've, you know, kind of taken over the toy license and all that stuff has kind of found its way to be done and everything. Mm-hmm. So this will be the first time that fans can get a exclusive set of figures from Hasbro of Power Rangers, which will, as we'll kind of talk about in a minute, will allow people to, uh, a lot more people to actually get one, uh, just because of the way Hasbro kind of handles their exclusives. So what we're talking about, of course, is the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, Red Ranger Gold Ranger 2-pack. Uh, essentially, it's going to be uh, both Lightning Collection figures are going to be a 6-inch Mighty Morphin Red and a Zeo Gold. Somewhere Toka Chris is just losing his mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be a 2-pack. Uh, it's going to be available exclusively at uh, SDCC. Um, what will... what? One of the coolest parts, before we get to, like, details as far as price and stuff, one of the coolest mm-hmm. parts is the fact that one, the figures themselves look awesome, but me and Jim were actually talking about this in the office, right? Because uh, Jim Viscardi uh, of about the Com is also like a giant Power Rangers fan, right? Nice. And because Nick's not in the office, <laughs> it's really me and Jim talking Power Rangers, right? Like, I don't have Nick to talk to in the office, so it's just us, right? So, uh, but he was like, <laughs> he was like, it's kind of funny that, you know, like, the last figure we got from Bandai was the GameStop exclusive Red Ranger with a dragon shield. Oh. And then Hasbro, what? like, four months later is like, here you go, and we're just going to do it now. Oh. We're not going to wait or whatever, right? So the coolest part about this is that, yes, it is a dragon shield version of the Red Ranger. It comes complete with... You know, uh, the Dragon Dagger accessory comes with a blaster. And then uh, it comes with a swappable head, obviously made to look like Jason. I don't know. Now, it's hard to get a close-up on it, so I don't know how accurate it is to, like, Austin St. John or if it's just kind of a generic Jason. But from <laughs> afar, right? Like, I mean, that's yeah, licensing, that's right? Yeah, think, like, yeah. you got to pay him if they're going to do that or whatever <laughs> deals. So it's just going to kind of look like him, but... Uh, it looked good from afar, uh, so that's cool. And then on top of that, you get the all the weapons separately that form the power blaster. Yeah. So you can take off the power sword and just have them hold it individually, or join them all together and have that. And then on top of that, you get a Zeo Gold figure, which looks stellar, which also comes with the staff. And then on top of that comes with another swappable head 
to make to make I imagine to look like slightly older Austin St. John. Sexy or whatever. Uh oh wait, yeah, it's it's Austin St. John with the earring. Like, right? He, yeah. He had the earring in Zeo, right? He didn't have it in Mighty Morphin, I don't think. I No, mm. he didn't have it in Mighty Morphin. Yeah, so I think that's when they added the earring, and I was like, "Oh, you're older, Jason." Now here's the thing: can, <laughs> is can you see the earring? I didn't. I didn't think to look. Oh man, I hope they did it. Like, yeah. Just a, mm. Now I gotta go find a, a high res <laughs> photo. I have it on my laptop somewhere. I'm gonna go hunt and go like, "Is there an earring on its ear?" Um. So that's a pretty stellar pack right there. Uh, right. it's fifty bucks, which is not bad at all really if you think yeah because they're they're 20 bucks each so yeah and you get like all the accessories and everything like that plus the box art is awesome looking because like all the lightning collection figures have had fantastic box art um so the cool thing is that aside from the actual figures themselves and also by the way we should add from all appearances gold zeo will actually have gold as opposed to Oh, the like the yellow butterscotch ranger that happened <laughs> not too long ago. <laughs> like this is all in all. Like if you really look at this two pack, right? It's two figures that one Bandai took a lot of pride in one side, and the other like monumentally screwed up. And then they're just like, no, we're gonna do them right, right out of the gate. Like it's, it's I am I'm not saying that someone thought that when they put these into production. It was honestly right. just about who's one of the most popular rangers. We need something for. San Diego Comic Con, but man, talk about just like the way that worked out, kind of amazing. Um, oh, also, I should add, uh, the Zeo figure actually looking at the photos here, uh, the Zeo figure comes with uh, some effects as well for the staff. So, Ooh, cool. I didn't see those in the initial box. Uh, the cool thing about, um, well, first, what do you think about the figures? Nick? Uh, it sounds awesome, it looks awesome. And I kind of hope they do like these two packs more. Yeah. Because you, you can do a Tommy, you can do like, um, you can do a cat, you know? Like yeah. Rocky. There's a lot of like, a lot of twos, you know? You can do an Adam one with like any, like what, the black and green? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you got the turbo ones. And, ah, uh, yeah, it's, I kind of hope they do more of these two packs. If not, this is cool. You know, I'm yeah. I'm gonna get it if I can. I uh, imagine. I'll pay the... <laughs> I imagine there like like you brought up right. I imagine a Tommy one is coming down the pike at some point. I mean, mm-hmm. Fighting Spirit right just lends itself to a figure. They did one Bandai did a Fighting Spirit pack at one point. Oh yeah, it would have to be like a four or five pack or something yeah. like that, right? And, you Ooh. know, yeah, make it all the different heads, right? He's got short hair, long hair, Tommy, right? Got all the heads, <laughs> and yeah. then you do like all the different weapons, and it's yeah. I mean, you would at least do Fighting Spirit, which took you through the three. They could also do a Dimensions in Danger, mm-hmm. and make it like that last thing of all the ones he turned into. You know, I mean, they could do a couple things with Tommy. Um, oh, and then a Draken. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> man uh like i imagine we will see yeah i cannot wait like i'm counting the days before i get a ranger slayer that is the oh, one i want so bad i cannot I, wait for that i can see it happening oh uh, like, uh, you know hasbro just do it just like, do it the, and the cool <laughs> thing about hasbro is and and this was actually something that uh uh chris kind of broke down at one point in time uh, i think it was just on his twitter feed but um 
it was kind of cool because Hasbro Pulse, the way they handle their like Transformers figures and they handle their other exclusives, one, they make more. Like they don't make it, it's not as limited as other exclusives from like other companies are. So like a, an exclusive by Bandai, there's going to be more exclusives made from Hasbro's side. They offer them exclusively at the show. And then what they do is then they put the rest that are like, that they don't sell and everything, they put them on Hasbro Pulse. Mm-hmm. And so you can still get them even if you don't go to the show. Now, it's still a limited amount, but it isn't like limited kind of, you still have a good chance of getting one. Yes, it's limited, but they don't make them the runs so small. So, and in the Hasbro, they've got their the Pulse site working really well. So, like, you can still get in there, and, and the process is relatively smooth after the fact. So, you're not screwed if you can't go to the show, and you don't necessarily have to pay these astronomical second market prices. So there's a better chance you can get one, even if you don't go to the show. However, your best shot, of course, is to go to the show or, you know, submit your stuff and do it that way. Uh, still cool. And I, and I can't wait to see more. Um, also, quick note. Uh, if you go to comicbook.com, uh, you can see the main interview. Uh, I got a chance to talk to Beast Morphers star um, Liana Ramirez, uh, who, of course, plays Roxy, as we were referring to earlier. Uh, the main interview is up on the site, but I have, like, there's a ton more to come. And uh, I've sounded like a broken record now, <laughs> but I've just been very busy. And so I haven't had a chance to kind of get some of those other ones out. But I'm actually really excited about those because, uh, like, we talked about her new book. She was, like, writing uh, her book during filming and balancing all of that. Uh, she talks about some uh, DC uh, heroes that she would like to play in the future. Uh, she talks about... Uh, you know, how working with some of the legendary Rangers, um, we talk about uh, some other things as well. So there's a lot of cool stuff. Uh, it will be hitting probably as you hear this, you can go to comicbook.com and go to the Power Rangers page and see all that stuff. Uh, we also have more coming from uh, Abraham Rodriguez as well and that interview that we did uh, a little bit ago. So, again, haven't had a chance to pump all that out, but it's cool and it's coming. So I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming uh and it'll be there and it was just a really like seriously if you like she's cool like she's chill and awesome and honestly like every single interview i've had with the beast morphers cast they've all been so nice so down to earth and really cool like i i already liked this cast anyway but like every experience i have with them just solidifies that more like they're just really an awesome cast so anyway Good. my little diatribe uh if i had my druthers uh so we're gonna we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk some comics now nick made a comment earlier i don't Uh. know if i caught it on the show because we were talking a little bit before the show and i don't know if i hit record or not when nick made this comment but nick made a comment about beyond the grid so We're going to talk just a little bit. We're not going to go too into it, but everyone's had a chance to read kind of Beyond the Grid. Uh, that is the was the last issue of that run. And then, of course, in 40, which comes out next week, uh, that will kind of kickstart this whole like new post-Shattered Grid world, Necessary Evil, as we've seen in previews, White Ranger and all that. But before we get to that, uh, 
the big finale hit with Beyond the Grid. Nick, what did you think and what were your kind of final thoughts about this story and that just issue by itself? So uh, I remember the last time I spoke about um, Beyond the Grid, it was it it worked its way around to me. Like I finally warmed up to it. You know, in the beginning I was like, ah, this is too strange. This is too weird of an idea. It's not my power Rangers. (laughs) You know, know, no, I wasn't like angry about it. I was just like, "Mm, it's not quite there yet. I was just like, Oh, it's a little too fantastical. But you know, over the last few issues, it's, you know, it's reined it in. It's grounded it a little bit. It's, it's starting to, it, it looked, it added just enough of a familiarity, for me to be like oh okay and then now i'm now i'm like completely absorbed in like this cosmic world and like it it feels like marvel stuff you know it feels like oh there's this big space monster you know who's also like a god and (laughs) i i i don't know what's happening and it's great and the solar rangers like the solar ranger suits are were dope and like they were cool yeah, and the fact that the Solarix was like, oh, it's it's actually Morphin Grid stuff, and then you know that's when it all started clicking for me. And then by the end, I was like, oh, okay. And but now I kind of really like this team, and I'm a little, you know, it, it, the end. Although it is like a Mighty Morphin Alien Rangers, it definitely still feels that way. It feels like condensed and by itself, you know. Um, What's that word? Uh, encapsulated or something? It feels like like compartmentalized. Like, yeah. like it's its own little. It's its own little. You know, it's a very. Uh, it was like a like it was like a pocket of the other story. Yeah, like it's its own story. It's its own world. And now, you know, now what's happening after that? It, it was like the it was like the shattered grid ending. Where it's like, oh well, what's coming now? <laughs> yeah. So I and I like the I I grew to like the Beyond the Grid groups. Now, now I'm like, are we are we ever going to see that again? I I don't know. Yeah. There's. I mean, that my number one question coming from that is, okay, you you you've got me to really like because I wasn't glued to Alarian at the beginning. Yeah. And they won me over. I really like Remy, right? I like that pairing. I mm-hmm. I grew to enjoy seeing the dynamics form between this team. Like, if you had told me, you know, however long ago, they're like, oh, you're going to grow to love a team that has Ranger Slayer, Cam, right. Heckle. <laughs> like, I, right. I grew to love that group, right? And so I am... You know, there there were definitely some MVPs of this series that I want to see more of, and especially the way they leave it off at the end of, like, the Solar Rangers are going to form their own team, and they're going to defend right. this universe. I really want to go back there at some point. Like, I don't want it to be like Alien Rangers in the sense of, essentially, that that season kind of gets disregarded Yeah, by... Almost everything else, aside from, like, the random alien ranger showing up in Forever Red. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not even an appearance. It's really just like, oh, they needed another red one. Okay, he's there. And then it's, there's no real part to it. There's no meat to it. It's just like, a you know, it's a cameo. And that that season gets ignored. I don't want that to happen here. Like, I want, you know, and it could be a long play. That's fine. Like in a year, two years, whatever, all of a sudden you see something and they drop something. You're like, oh, hell yeah. Like I, I get wait, to see that, what happens. Does, but they, Does that happen in comics? Like do you wait oh, yeah, a year before like a plot plays out? Are you 
I don't know if I could do that, man. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that's the, now here's the thing. Half the time in comics, they get gun shy and they they pull the trigger too quick. So, like, a lot of times it'll be like, oh, we have this grand plan and, like, you know, like, okay, let's take Wolverine, for instance. Wolverine Uh was, when he died, Wolverine was supposed to be gone for seven years. Mm -hmm. That was the plan. You know how long he was gone? (laughs) He was gone two years. Which, even that was, like, I mean, honestly, if you told me, you know however long ago that like oh they're gonna kill wolverine and keep him away for two years i would have still been like seriously but like because that's <laughs> even that's a, a something i couldn't fathom at one point in time but but then also they cheated and they just stuck old man logan into all the books so they still had a wolverine they just Black. didn't have the wolverine <laughs> and you know so like a lot of times i mean that's the same way like batman died like batman right. died and he was supposed to be gone for a while so that dick grayson could be batman for a while and then they panicked and brought him back after like a year and and the way they brought him back sucked to me and all the other stuff so all that aside it does happen like we do see long plays of things okay. like happen where they really plant a seed and then they kind of leave it and they'll maybe hit here and there and plant little little nods to it but there's never like you go back there, or it's never over, and then all of a sudden they just pull it out of nowhere, and you're like, "Oh yeah!" Like patience does make the heart grow fonder. It is okay to mm-hmm. push something aside, but I don't want it to be something that gets pushed aside to the point where, like, you know, we forget about it. That they created a world that right. is really cool and really different, and I just hope, yeah, I want to see them again. I want to see that happen, and so yeah, because. Yeah, that's that's the problem of having like a, a brand new team, you know, and a brand new ranger. And you know, it goes into the conversation we had last time about like importance. And you know, we've only had like let's see, like eight nine issues yeah. like, to get to to get to know those two. And it's one of those things where I'm like, if they wait a year, like that's why I was like, Do, is that possible? But yeah, if it let's say they come back in a year, I'm I'm gonna be like. Oh yeah! Instead of like, oh, you like, oh my yeah. god! Like, I I want to go, oh my god! Instead of like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I do too, and that and that will fall to, you know, that'll fall to like, you know, well, I mean, in this case, you could say Ryan, right? Ryan Parrott, since he's writing both books, that will fall mm-hmm. to one their grandmaster plan of like what they have in store for those characters. Mm-hmm. If they have something in store, then that'll be up to ryan to do just enough to like not to ring the bell essentially every so often like keep them in your frame of thinking of of things that you go well they're still there right like you just have to do enough to like get someone's you know memory to trigger and be like oh yeah they're still here doing this and if you can do that enough and you know you can keep it somewhat fresh so that way when they do make the reveal and whatever or drop mm-hmm. some reference of like you know oh alarian shows up or remy shows up or they mention something about a morphin master and that connects right mm-hmm. then you don't have that so yeah it will be important to do that and i really do hope you know i don't know if you know i don't know if that can like i mean in a in a if i had my druthers <laughs> if I had my druthers, uh, they would be in like a miniseries. 
or yeah. a spinoff series or something of them creating this team and meeting all these new people. And maybe they do a heckle thing where they bring someone, some other character that maybe hasn't had a chance to be a ranger and they kind of bring them into the book to give it some weight as far as like familiarity, mm-hmm. you know, and then also make all these new characters and create this world. I don't yeah, know. If- they, they had a planet full of Zeo crystals. So it's like millions and millions of MacGuffins to use. Yeah. So, <laughs> just, I mean, just pull, pull in Inuyasha and just have every episode <laughs> them getting a shard of the Shikon jewel. You know, it's like every episode, oh, here's a Zeo crystal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> or like, yeah, every every new issue, oh, here's a Zeo crystal. Here's another one. <laughs> hey, guys. Here's Richie. <laughs> Richie's got a Zeo crystal. Oh, yo. Oh, God. Uh, no. No. You just said to bring in someone familiar. Oh, God. You wonder why no. we haven't seen Richie ever again? Oh, Lord. Oh, it's not because they just wrote him out of the show because he dead. was just a red herring. He's dead it was, it was because he got picked up to be a solar <laughs> ring. Oh, gosh. Oh, you know what? Put it, you know, write it down <sighs> now, everybody. Oh, write it if down that happens, now. I would laugh. Like, oh, my He's, God, that would make my day. Gonna be the new red solar ranger. (laughs) Do it, do it, cowards. (laughs) So with Richie, sadly, there's no Richie and Go Go either, Uh, or not sadly in my case, because I don't miss Richie like you do. (laughs) No affinity for Richie. Oh, but but uh, before we move on, sorry, apologies and jokes aside, like um, it was very well written. Uh, I was, it was a good finale and. It speaks to the power of like the this little arc that I kind of want to see the Solar Rangers again. So right, yeah, I want to see this cosmic stuff again. And yeah, Margaret yeah. Bennett and Simone DeMio knocked that out of the park. That was a Good. really cool yeah. story. Good job. Yeah, very well done. So I yeah I and I do at some point down the line. I mean, I imagine she kind of told her power Rangers story she wanted to tell, but I would yeah mm-hmm. I would love to see her get. Uh, you know, a special or a, or a mini series or something. Yeah, bring bring them back around because that, yeah, that any was cool. any work that brings like that makes Mike important again. Like <laughs> I was just like, because I love Mike. Mike is like, I, oh. I was, and then you love Andros, so we both had like a favorite horse in this race, you know, yeah. and. Ah, it, it worked out. I'm glad it all worked out instead of uh, despite my initial like, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that so that brings us then to uh, Go Go Power Rangers Forever Rangers number one, which, like, as we mentioned before, kind of closes the current chapter on all the stories that have been happening in Go Go, which mm-hmm. is, you know, we know that like Alpha One uh Rita's hunt for the the power coin for the dragon coin like all that stuff has kind of been building and then of course like the tease of Tommy and all that right that we've kind of seen like how how are we going to get there because we know that's coming so what did you think of that issue I mean the the Tommy tease right like it's it's really all I could think of so good yeah, because like the whole uh, full spoilers, I guess, right? If we're going into it, um, the whole like did did Rita revive like the like the dead Tommy or how? Like, what happened? It, like shattered grid? Like was there like a weird time thing? No, no, Tommy was. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a lot of questions. Um... <laughs> And, like, I still have questions because we see her and her mom, 
Yeah. Uh, because her mom, of course, has like the dragon shield that's just like a part of her as she's wearing. And then we know that her spirit is what essentially was like the worthy sacrifice that powered the coin. So is she still alive in the coin? Like, is her spirit, like, in the coin? Or is she, like, completely gone? Because there's that little tease of, like, I'll always be watching over you. Like, is there maybe a way later to, like, get her out of the coin? Like, so I have, like, I have lots of questions regarding that. Um, But then a good story typically does answer a bunch and then leave you with a few. So that's not, like, a negative. But that's just, like, I have questions. As Camilla Cabello would say, I have a question. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Matthew. Yes, I just made a pop riff. Um, but, like, I I have questions regarding that. Um, you know, the... And we are getting the full spoilers, which is fine, because by the time this posts, it'll be... It'll have been a few days, so... Okay, fine. cool. Yeah, full um, spoilers. So, like, Alpha 1, you know, we see that whole story play out, which, by the way, is like watching a souped-up Optimus Prime battle the Power Rangers... Which mm-hmm. is just like that was like watching Transformers versus Power Rangers. Like he's got Do it. all these Do it, screens. <laughs> like it was so it was so cool. That art was fire too. That that fight between them, I thought that was awesome. Um but we also see that he's like not dead. Like mm-hmm. he's you know, that's just a vessel, right? And I did love the line that he says right at the end where he's like, You know this better than anyone, Alpha. It's just mm-hmm. a vessel, which means that's like that opens that door in the future to like explore like the fact that you know Alpha's that's just a shell, and that right. Alpha's like like that opens the to me that line. I feel that's one of those weird like it could be a throwaway line, but those are lines that like typically like a year or two down the road we're gonna look back and go like oh like yeah, I mean a, that was an it, important line. It adds a it adds a special uh, it adds a special layer of like um, a little spe- uh, special layer of like I don't know intriguingness to yeah. once a ranger no once a ranger let me just go back you know because then then he's not just sitting in a box for twenty years you know he's just like oh his one shell of him is sitting in a box but you know comics are comics and TV and TV so oh, but yeah like I, I but I agree like it's it does open up some interesting things that we can explore and I do mm-hmm. like that they didn't kill him that he's still kind of out there and and that story that he had I thought that was brought to like a you know an interesting conclusion I love the goldar stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Rita takes his wings, but like the reason why is because he essentially let them out because he didn't want someone else killing them, which is a typical Goldar thing to do. Uh, but that final, that final sequence where you know they're doing the like the tournament and you see him for the first time mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, like that did that was a pure nostalgia punch. They got like, me. It was so good. One thing I was bummed about, but not because of that it was bad. It was just because I was bummed. I was really bummed that Jason and Trini broke up. Yeah, because it, it's one of those that they always put in a story like this. Uh, it's it's a trope where it's like, oh, we can't be together because of the battlefield. It'll it'll make us weak. It'll tear us apart. 
And then, you know, then we're going to get a couple issues later where they're like, oh, I can't do it. And blah, blah, blah. I can't. I don't want to lose you. And it, it's so whack. Like, it, I, I hope they don't. Like, I hope they just commit. Like, mm-hmm. I hope they just say, like, that part's done. And then move on. Because, yeah, I don't necessarily want them to do that go back and forth thing. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, then I do feel like it falls into that that trope. I loved them together. I thought they brought – having them together here brought new layers out of both of them. I thought mm-hmm. Trini and Jason as characters benefited from being able to explore those feelings and explore these things. I, I thought it opened up so many new things for them. And so it does feel like there was more to explore there before mm-hmm. shutting the door. I knew you'd have to shut it eventually because we know that, you know, yes, things are remixed, but like ultimately they're not together. Mm-hmm. So I know that at some point, yes, that door was going to be kind of closed and that chapter done and whatever. But I felt like this was premature. I thought, I thought this was like, I thought there was more, there was more there to explore before we shut the door. Um, you know, but again, it wasn't bad. It's just that I was bummed. I, I saw that as an opportunity to do more because I've enjoyed, like, when they went to Briel and all that stuff of, like, Trini kind of being the leader mm-hmm. over Jason and swapping the colors. Like, all of that stuff was really cool. I really enjoyed that. And I just wanted to kind of leave the door open for more. But, you know, it's cool. It's, yeah, it's fine, it- but it's bum bum. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's it's not going to bother me a, a ton, you know, unless it gets all corny. But like it, I I've got a lot of faith in this series. So yeah. it's one like, of those things, right? Until they, until like it's very much like Marvel, or we talk about all the time, like Beast Morphers. Like until they prove you wrong, mm-hmm. I'm I'm betting on them, you know, because they've yet to lead me astray, really. So yeah, um, so yeah. So that brings us to so that's the comics, and of course, next time we uh, get on the podcast, we will have lots of comics to talk about as well because the very, very much anticipated Power Rangers forty hits. We've been waiting for that. Necessary Evil kicks off, and we will trust we will have plenty to talk about when that hits. Um, <laughs> but for now, we're going to get into kind of our a uh, little evergreen fan topic of the show. And uh, Nick, what are we talking about today? Oh, uh, favorite Pink Rangers. <laughs> yes, that was. I, I, it didn't start out as a Blues Clues sound, but it slowly has become a Blues Clues sound. You're, it's okay, man. At this point, it's your, you know, it's your trademark. Uh, yeah, I like, think it is. Your... Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think it's what it's become. Um, it's your ad lib. This <laughs> <laughs> make weird cartoon noises. Um, hey, it could be worse. So... I'll let you go first. So who is your favorite Pink Ranger and why? Okay. It, this is like, this is tough. Like, um, yeah, this I was really when, tough for me. Yeah. When we, when we brought up the Pink Ranger stuff, like, I was just like, Oh yeah. And that one, and that one, and that <laughs> one. <laughs> it took, it was, it was very tough to narrow it down. And I was between, uh, Jen, Jen Scott's, uh, time force pink and Cassie uh, Space and Turbo Pink. And I went with Cassie. Mostly, uh, I will give this one, like, nostalgia reasons, more so than, like, you know, um, actually enjoying it. 
reasons. I ooh, that sounds weird. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, it's a little. It's a little. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I love Turbo. I love space, but it's one of those things where like Time Force, I enjoyed on a different level. But that's that's for another day. Um, so Cassie, uh, the whole you know, this is also a little personal, a little bit of a detour, but uh, you know, the whole Kimberly Crush thing. Like when you when you talk to someone who's a fan of Power Rangers, it was like it, it, most of the time they'll be like, "Oh, I had such a big crush on Kimberly," yeah, or it's like, "Oh, I had such a big crush on Tommy or whoever," right? Yeah. Um, I missed that pocket. Like I was, uh, I was basically like the young end of that demo. Yeah, and I'm pretty. I, I you and I are basically in that same age range. Like I was, I was too young, and you were probably too young at that point. I think too. So. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you how to feel or how you felt, but uh, <laughs> but yeah. So like, I missed the whole Kimberly thing. I think uh, I didn't really feel like the Kimberly stuff until she came back for the Turbo movie. But that's a, that's a conversation for another day. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Kimberly thing. I missed all that. But Cassie was the one where I was like, oh, okay. I have a crush on like the Pink Ranger stuff. So like, that's where it kicks in for me. But other than that, like Cassie's dope. Cassie is great. Like she was immediately great from the beginning, and like I, the only problem I have with Cassie is like in space they really only gave her like one big episode, and it was the one with the bee where she's like trying to like. Do you remember that one? Yeah, oh, I remember. It's like I, I I really like that episode. Essentially, the bee is like, you know, kind of flip flops between being like a good guy because it's like misunderstood and it doesn't really yeah yeah, and she ends up defending it at one point and Mm -hmm. i really like that episode (laughs) yeah but like yeah that that's really the only big episode and then you know of course when she comes back for lost galaxy that was you know i've talked about that at length too so it cassie yeah the Power Rangers in Space version of Cassie. Turbo's great. I'll defend it forever, but, you know, Power Rangers in Space, Cassie. You and Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> you and Turbo and being in space, I swear. <laughs> Actually, no. I would say my – no, because my Turbo – yeah, which that's not, my turbo is probably my defense, constant defense of Mystic Force is probably more yeah, akin to that. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense because yeah. Mystic Force is yeah, I'll trash that one forever. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's the it's the complete flip, like it's the complete flip. Yeah, that that would be the likely comparison there because like I never <laughs> have to really defend in space, like ever. Mm-hmm. Like in space is seen as a great season. <laughs> Mystic Force is like, and I just love that season for some stupid <laughs> reason um I and mean, i'm not even gonna lie 25% of it is because the suits look so good like the suits are so fly i love capes yeah and it's I, in a I fantasy setting and it's magic i mean seriously which is that's like where i lose you yeah right? yeah I, the, for me. what was the the night ranger was cool what was he he wasn't a ranger though right he was like no. a solar dark Cerberus yeah, like he was knight, like whatever. he would be considered a special like a special Right. Oh, okay, what like the extra, the like extra the, right. yeah, they call them like that's I think that's actually the official term is like extra rangers or something. But yeah, right. um, so mine is mine is interesting because uh, this was hard. Like yeah, out of all the ones tough. we've done, this was probably the hardest one that I've had to do because we've done red, yellow, right? Did we do yellow? Yeah, we yeah we've done red, yellow, and now pink, and now pink, and then I think. 
Dude, we did Green Rangers too, no? No, we did no, six. No, no, we did like six and then yeah. extras. Okay, yeah, yeah, we're making our way through all the colors. Yeah, so, so we did six. So yeah, so this this was by f- by far the hardest one for me because I love like several Pink Rangers. There's several that stick out. Um, this came down to, for me, uh, Kimberly and Jen. Mm-hmm. That's my two top. Like those. Like there are others that I will mention as like one, like essentially like an honorable mentions thing of like I really love them. But this mm-hmm. came down to like it was between Kimberly and it was and it was between Jen Scotts because and it's weird because you actually mentioned some of the reasons to me. Like and as our <laughs> as our comments on Facebook also acknowledge. Uh, there's no ranger more iconic yeah. than Kimberly. Yep. Um and the results bear that out, which I will read uh soon. <laughs> uh, I knew I knew I was gonna take the big L on this <laughs> one. Like, I was like, because I can't like I wasn't just gonna pick Kimberly, you know, like and I have a lot of I got a lot of arguments against that too. So let's get to that. But. So okay, so so Kimberly, it was between Kimberly and Jen. I realize, and and you mentioned this too. Uh, there is an amount of nostalgia that plays in to Kimberly. The thing was, though, I actually came in at the sweet spot with Power Rangers. Like, I, when I hit, like, when it, when I discovered it, essentially, it was during its initial run. And mm-hmm. when that happened, I was a Kimberly fan. Like, I was like, oh, I like Kimberly a lot. Um, and so I was in that sweet spot. Of like, like you know, I don't can't remember if I ever had like. I'm sure I did at some point in time. I yeah, was a, a, it's it's that weird kid crush where it's like yeah. you like them but you don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's that because I never. It was never like, oh my god, always the Pink Ranger all the time, all the time. Like it wasn't right. that, but it was. I'm 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 almost certain there was a little bit of like kid crush in there. Of yeah. it's Kimberly, she's pretty. <laughs> she's like you know. Uh, and also, like, I'm always, like, bow and arrows are always my jam. She was, they had a lot of episodes devoted to her that, like, fleshed her out and stuff. And she was always fun and did the high-flying stuff. Like, there was a lot, right? So I'm in that sweet spot, and nostalgia plays a part in that. Uh, then, Jen Scott's, to me, is the, if you're talking just, like, pure, like, what did yeah. they do as a ranger? Jen, there's no competition. Like, Jen Scott's is, like... The ranger I would pick to be on my team if we actually had to do, like, a real mission. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely, like, she's the pink ranger. And right? it's crazy. Like, yeah. I can't pick her as my favorite either for, you know, for what I've said. But, it, like, I agree. Like, she she was the pink ranger who was the leader. Like, that, that yeah. never happened before. Like, when she shows up in Shattered Grid, you're like, oh, damn. Yeah. It's, it, they have a shot. Right, because she's here. <laughs> You're like, that's that's legit. So I look at those, and so they serve two different purposes. And then not to say that Kimberly isn't, because Kimberly's awesome. So here's where I'm going to swerve you. Mm-hmm. So this is why the two arguments I just made is why my favorite Pink Ranger is Ranger Slayer. Boo! Yes, boo! Because boo my boo favorite Ranger. 
is on you. hands down. How dare you Ranger pick Edgy Slayer? How dare you pick Edgy Kimberly? <laughs> because <Boo>. because <laughs> this character blends Boo. both of those characters together and is my perfect Pink Ranger. This is my perfect Pink Ranger. She's every part of Kimberly. And because of the seasoning and the <sighs> crap she had to go through, she's all the parts I love about Jen Scott's. And she's uh, fantastic. And plus, her design is fantastic. Ah, damn it. I did it. I made it through the whole show wow. without doing it. I'll believe it. I'll wow. Believe it I'll believe it out. Yeah. I'll believe wow. it out. So, I can't <laughs> believe I made it through the whole show and I wasted it on that. So, uh, in any case. It, it, well, that makes this a PG-13 podcast. We get one. So, <laughs> oh, like, yeah, one. <laughs> she's my favorite and and because like going through gogo during shadow grid mm. I, it was immediate like as soon as we like started exploring that world i was like oh my god i love her like everything about her is dope from the robin hood thing of like i'm hunting down patrols and i'm gonna like <sighs> walk civilians through all of that was awesome then you add that slick design and then when she came around and we see her like Essentially, being a ranger at the end of Shattered Grid and beyond the grid, everything about that character is everything, if you boil all the elements down, is everything I love about Kimberly and everything I love about Jen Scott in one person. I mean, while we're talking uh, comic book Kimberly's, uh, I just want to give a special shout out real quick. Um, before we get to uh, Ranger Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Yeah, before we get to that, uh, so the Kimberly in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Pink. Uh, oh, do you yes. remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just special shout out because I really like that Pink Ranger design. Well, we're talking Kimberly's. And that was also a fun Kimberly to read. Yeah, uh, that was a good design. Um, yeah, so Ranger Slayer. What a cheat, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cheat. It's I'm a angry. Pink Ranger. She's a I'm Pink a- Ranger. And I get, because I know immediately, I, I'm not stupid. I know the minute I would say it. There's a thing of like, oh my god, well you just like her because she's new. No, but you, I, and there's always like that thing of, um, I feel like I'd be cheating if I picked the one of the other two because it's easy for me because I could explain it easily and it'd be the easy right. choice for me to pick one of the other two because I won't get any pushback from either of those. I won't get any pushback from people who love Kimberly, and I won't get any pushback from Jen Scotts. Those were the two. Like, the polls don't lie, right? Like, those are the two predominant ones. But I know I'll get crap for Ranger Slayer. But if I'm honest, I have all this stuff hanging on my wall right now of art and posters and whatever. And every single Pink Ranger thing that's up here is Ranger Slayer. And there's, like, <sighs> five. <laughs> it outdoes everything. Like, I white get it. It's a cool design. I get it. It's cool. It's dark pink. They haven't done dark pink. But I, she's I get the perfect. She's both. She's both characters. <sighs> yeah, but Jen Scott's is cool. Jen Scott's <laughs> is awesome. Like, I'm not going to down Jen Scott. Yeah. Jen Scott's is awesome. Yeah, my problems are just with the, the OG Kimberly. Like, it's really just... Uh, I mean, sure, she's had really good moments, like when she's pretending to be Rita. Remember that? It was a good little spot. Oh, that's a great episode. Or when she like brings the plane down, yeah. by herself. When she, uh, like, she has she has a bunch. Like, there's a bunch of episodes in there. Yeah, the evil. What was it? The evil clones. I think yeah. they had two evil clone episodes, or like the Kimberly and Billy go evil episodes. At least two, I think. There might have been another one. Is that but... Robo Goat. 
<laughs> I love RoboCop. Um, that's, a, that's a weird. That's a sentence you only say when you're doing a Power Rangers podcast. Yeah, I love like, RoboCop. Like I, I get the Kimberly stuff, but then I'm like, mm, you know, Kimberly's so boring. They've done so much. It's one of those things where it's like you pay you pay respect to the classics, but at the same time, you're like, oh, you gotta admit, other other shows did it better. Like once they figured out how to actually write for this show. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and you know. Actually, she, broke, okay. she like in universe she broke up with tommy with like a dear john letter oh that was like, out, like outside so of universe they couldn't bring her back i mean for reasons yeah. but you know in universe it's like come on so, <laughs> after all they did through <laughs> i because i agree with you i i completely agree which is why i uh, slayer we come again. back to slayer <laughs> we come back to slayer it makes full sense and it's full circle that's why i felt like Yes, because you're you're absolutely right. And if we're gonna mention, like, I'll, I'll mention some honorable mentions, right? Oh yeah. Um, so, aside from Jen Scotts and Kimberly, uh, I do love Cassie. Really like Cassie. I agree with you though on all the things. I think she was underutilized and in space. Um, yeah. And that's also one of the problems of <laughs> if I have to admit being such an Andros fan, he hogged half the screen time. <laughs> And, so, and, like the only way Ashley got any screen time is because they had to put her in a romance with right. him. That never. Oh, like I could go on for hours yeah, about that. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like TJ, the only times like he got focused on was because he was kind of feuding with Andros, or they were having an argument over leadership. Yeah. Right. Everything revolved around Andros. <laughs> uh, and so I know this. Like I am fully aware that that also stunted the yeah, rest of the team's growth. <laughs> Yeah, because he he talked to Cassie like I think twice throughout yeah. the entire series. Like it's like, let me talk to you, Cassie, di- directly. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. You were absolutely correct. Um, and so I get that. Um, also, Kendricks. Oh, yep, was 100%. great. Uh, you know, um, I I always get. I feel like I always get crap again because I feel like it's not popular to pick newer seasons. I love Sarah. In Ninja Steel, See, I, I thought I thought you were gonna say Shelby. See, no, I wasn't the biggest Shelby fan. I liked Shelby. Yeah, I didn't dislike her. I just like she didn't like you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mm-hmm. like Sarah a lot. Like there's just a lot of endearing parts about Sarah. Uh, you know, I like Maya. Which one's Maya? Sorry, Mia. I probably screwed. Oh. Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, Mega Force Pink. Okay, yeah. Uh, Wait, no, you- Samurai. Oh yeah, Sam. Wait, which one was Megaforce Pink? Emma. You know what? It. Oh right. Okay. This is how much I paid attention to those shows. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sydney uh, is also great. I dug yes. Sydney. Sydney's great, but it's one of those things where um, she she really only have like one layer to her character, and once they explored that layer, they kind of just that was it. Like it's the it was the Cassie problem, but yeah, you know. To you know, to SPD's defense, there were other good stories to tell. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, she wasn't connected to any of those stories in any like tangible way. So that was the only unfortunate thing. It's the Cassie problem, where it's like if it wasn't, if it wasn't like, um, if it wasn't the red or blue, you know, or Doggy Kruger. Doggy Kruger got oh, a lot man. more attention than like the team did. Because so, he's awesome. Yeah, because he's, <laughs> he's awesome. That's yeah, of course. But like, couple. 
I have to see the flaws. Yes, you know? no, absolutely. But I get it. I'm like, do we give screen time to the dude who looks like a dog and is also a ranger? Or do we give yeah. screen time to just some ordinary human? No, screw it. We're going to give screen time to him. Um, also, one of my favorite in recent memory is Chloe. Yeah, Hyperforce. I love what she did with that character. Like, I adore that character. So, like, she was actually, like, in for me, in, like, the top four. Like, I love that character so much. She did so much with her. Um, So, yeah, so that's, I mean, there's a lot of great pink, and there's more. I mean, we didn't go through all the pink rangers. Yeah, we didn't even mention, like, Naomi Scott, which is the reason we brought this up in the first place, but, you know. Well, here's the thing. So, I, I love Naomi Scott in that movie. Um... As, like, as Kimberly, but I wouldn't necessarily, like, I, I liked her in the movie, but I, like, I wouldn't put her in, like, my top five, probably. Yeah. Of Rangers, right? Because I felt like, like, for me, the ones who stole that show were easily RJ Siler as Billy and mm-hmm. Becky G as Trini. Like, to me, those are the two that stole it for me, so, like... I would, to- I mentioned when we talked Yellow Rangers, like I mentioned Becky G, right? Like she's high up there for me uh, as far as that. But like Naomi Scott was great. But, you know, I wouldn't put her, like she doesn't, that yeah iteration still doesn't make my top five or eight, even maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's no Operation Overdrive, that's for sure. Wow. Wait, wait, I mean, what? Wait. <laughs> Operation Overdrive? Like, I was trying to, like, I don't know. Zach, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) We've learned so much about Nick in so little time. Um, Okay, so we're going to look at some of the votes here. So (laughs) when I said, hey, here are the people I said they could vote between. Because I made it short. Like, I didn't just put every single Pink Ranger on there. So I put Kimberly, MMPR, Ranger Slayer, Jen Scotts, Cassie Chan, Cindy Drew, Dana Mitchell, also another great Pink Ranger, Lightspeed. Oh, uh, yeah, and then uh, Corone, before we move yeah. on. Uh, uh, Corone saga's still good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, Sarah was on here, Shelby, and Kim from the 2017 movie, and then Chloe. How many votes do you think Kimberly got? <laughs> like, I want to say, like, 95%. Like, it was, it's definitely overwhelming margin, right? So here's the top. So the top two vote getters were, of course, Kimberly MMPR and Jen Scotts. At the beginning of this, Jen was out to such an early lead. I thought they were about to, like, blow my mind and vote her. Because, like, literally, it was, like, 25 to 2 at one point. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> this is going to be an upset. There's no way, like, this This doesn't compute. Oh, my God, this could be awesome. And then it was, like, the landslide happened. So Jen Scott's got 44 votes. Mm-hmm. Kimberly got 128. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, thank you to everyone who voted. Uh, clearly, you all had a favorite. You know who was third? <laughs> Ooh. Ranger Slayer. <laughs> uh, man, I took a big fat L with this one. I knew I was, but uh, man, it, it really came it hurts in fourth. My, it hurts my pride to like uh, to to end this winning streak. <laughs> Ranger Slayer came in with twenty three votes. Uh, Cassie came in fourth with thirteen. Uh, you were right there, Cassie. You uh, just... 
2017 movie, double. Kimberly came in with 11, and then it was like fours, fives, ones, fours, that kind of thing. Uh, well, you didn't win either, so I guess you know. I did not win. No, <laughs> like I did not win. Uh, you know, if I if I was in third over you, I'd be lording it over you. So I appreciate what you're holding, how you're holding back right now. I actually, I, what's funny, I actually have the votes for the Black Ranger as well. Uh, but I'm not going to read them yet because I'm sure at some point we will do that. So I mean, we probably do that next. Uh, I mean, we'll talk. Uh, but wait, that's not how you do a tease. God, Nick. <laughs> I have been bad, like I have been off this episode too. <laughs> I'm forgetting how to do like how to speak things oh, good. You know? Um so yeah, so that's so that's our Pink Ranger thing. Uh definitely let us know what you think about our picks, if we're right, if we're wrong, <laughs> who you like. Um and you know, definitely hit us up on Twitter. You can always hit up uh, hit us up in the comments or anything. Uh, of course you can find us also on the Power Rangers page. Uh, comicbook.com, Power on comicbook.com. Uh, if you want to hit us up about that, we will definitely post a vote for our next poll. Which, <laughs> what will that be, Nick? <laughs> Maybe we should look into Black Rangers. <laughs> <You know? Jeez. laughs> I mean, isn't that a smart idea that I've just thought of right now? Uh, so, I mean, uh, you are going to take all that out in the edit, right? So it's just all going to, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm debating. Uh, I don't like that hesitation, man. Like, <laughs> don't leave your head. Don't hang me out to dry now, man. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh, also, uh, I just wanted to, I, I thought this was funny. So I, um, in getting these polls, right, because these polls are actually serving as double duty because I'm doing a new cover image for that page. And so mm-hmm. I was getting people to vote. And oh. uh, so I was like, hey, vote for your people. So, so far, it was like it started out, it started out with like a Beast Morphers only vote. So I was like, hey, just pick because I wanted one of the new people on the on the image. And we ended up getting Nate. Uh, so hey. Nate will be our Beast Morphers representative on the image. Uh, but then the next like three. It ended up being like MMPR. Across, across the board, even after one very close one, like one was so close. Uh, so it was like, I'm here. So I said, like, okay, well, I'm gonna cut it then. So, like, the next polls after that, we've already got three, I have three more spots left. I we need to shake it because I don't want just MMPR, like, I want other seasons because, like, we talked about, right? There's other seasons in this, franchise. There are, yeah. I mean, it's it's like 20 something already, yeah. So. <laughs> so, I was like, I'm picking two, but we're gonna do one more poll, and so I did a Yellow Ranger poll, uh-huh. and I was like, and I even explained it, I was like, no MMPR. Like I'm, I'm just cutting it. And the only one that I put on there that was even remotely related was training from the movie because I was like, well, that design is different enough. It's the movie, so I can justify, you know, that that's going to still shake up the design because it's not just uh-huh. going to be a regular MMPR Ranger. But mm-hmm. I'll include, you know, a Trini. But I'm not including anybody else from like MMPR. Wait, who's or who's the Mighty Morphin? Like a Tommy? Well, I can't say the one because I can't give away one poll because we're oh, going to talk about it right. next week or next right. next show. Oh, yeah. The other one, though, is White Ranger because I did a Tommy poll and I was like, hey, we can't do green because we've already had green. So mm-hmm. we need to we're going to pick another 
one of his eight colors. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Tommy's been around for like a billion years. Yeah, right? So I was like, okay, so pick from all these other ones that he's done. And I even put in an option, by the way, it was like, leave Tommy off. Because I was like, you always get the people that are like, we don't want Tommy. I'm like, okay, well, I'll give you an option on here that's like, leave Tommy off. So I gave an option. That one did not win. Uh, White Ranger won. And much to my delight. Uh, mm-hmm. and But it was close. It was close. Black Dino. Really? Yeah. It was right there. Really? Yeah. So close. It was between Ray Ranger and Black Dino. Wow. Yeah. Turbo, Zeo, uh, and Draken was on the list. Nothing. Like, yeah, not, I mean, not, yeah. I understand the Draken thing. The Turbo, I also understand because TJ was better. But hmm. yeah, Zeo was it's surprising that Zeo didn't get more votes. It was it was a landslide, like Black Dino. Um, I also put one that was uh, Stay Green. Yeah, Green Tommy is cool. And White Ranger still won. I mean, uh, the Green... I mean, I guess we, we can get into a debate about that someday. Yeah. I was always a Green more than a White Ranger person. Oh yeah, we should totally do a, a favorite Tommy. He's had <laughs> nine. He'll probably yeah. have another one by the time we talk about it. So, I mean, it's... Do it, it's, Tommy. I don't care. Put uh, Jason David Frank in everything. Like, I I believe we said that before, too. Like, I don't care. Just yeah. if he's will, If they can pay him and he's willing to do it, do, do it. it. Uh, but, yeah, so then I posted that poll and I was like, no MMPR. And I still got so many votes of, like, Trini, MMPR. I'm like, she's not on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so like it made it easy for me because i ignored 90 percent of the votes i was oh. like okay well there's no trini so uh it's not gonna be her and so i i pulled it uh would you like to know those numbers would you like to know who won yeah because we've already done yellow so this is yeah right good. right so here are the That's options good. i gave i gave tanya zeo maya lost galaxy Kelsey, Lightspeed, Kira, Dino Thunder, Lily, Jungle Fury, Summer, RPM, Gia, uh, the Super Megaforce suit, since we actually had already had the Megaforce version on the mm-hmm. image, and Trini, 2017 movie. Who do you think won out of all those? Hmm, I don't know. I, I honestly do not know. I get the Trini? So, Landslide Victory. Oh. Kira from Dino Thunder. Huh. Hmm. 66 I'm sensing, votes. I'm sensing a pattern here. <laughs> we have a lot of Dino Thunder fans <laughs> on the page. I guess uh, we know who our demo is now. Uh, now I know all your ages. <laughs> second, ironically, second, the second closest, which she was at 66. The second closest was at 22. Like, not even close, right? It was Maya. It's the last uh, galaxy. I know why. Why? You know, no, you know why too, Matt. But we're a PG-13 show. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I know why. Tanya was 20, so she came in third. It's going to glow right by that one. <laughs> I mean, look, just go watch Not Another Teen Movie. Like, Chris Evans Oh, uh, jeez. Yeah, that's... Oh, my God. I always forget he's in there. That's Jesus. what it... I mean, yeah, yeah I it's also a good movie, but, you know, I Whoa. know why. <laughs> Whoa. 
wouldn't say good. Hey, that was a very formative <laughs> movie. Jeez. I was really surprised Trini only got 12 votes. I mean, she's the most recent. Oh, wait. No, she's not. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Beast War for Super exists. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. And, I, and then, I mean, I know I left some out. But, right. yeah. So, like, right now, the group is Nate, Kimberly, MMPR, mm-hmm. uh, our Black Ranger, which I will not name, mm-hmm. uh, Tommy, White Ranger, and Kira, Down Thunder. Cool. Uh, I can tell you who the Red Ranger is because I'm very happy, actually. I haven't actually, like, revealed it because I'm still creating it. The Red uh, Ranger is Trini from the comics. Oh! The, you know, I'll give him that one. That was you, awesome. You Trini fans are creative. You managed <laughs> to get one in there, didn't you? Uh, uh, yep. But I didn't make it. It was. It's technically MMPR, but it, it is it totally different, and I it's mean, a Red Ranger. Yeah, it one hundred percent works, and I hate that it works. And damn you, Trini fans, for getting that in there! Congratulations, in. like you did it. I got her in. <laughs> I couldn't get Ranger Slayer because they voted Kimberly Classic over Ranger Slayer, but I got Trini in. Uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I get it. It's all so cool. It's also like uh, we don't get like female Red Rangers, so yeah, do we? Oh man, wouldn't it be so cool if the next season? Ah. Oh, Something. Jenna Ray? Yeah, what? Jenna Ray Frank? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm hoping that plays out because wouldn't that be amazing? And then there you go. Bring back Jason David Frank. We yeah. were just talking about this. Boom. <laughs> See, it's all, it all comes back around. Just uh, have her be, like, literally have her be Tommy's daughter. Like, why wouldn't they pull that trigger? Like, right. Yeah. I mean, if you can. If it's if it's possible, which it very much seems like they want that to happen, as far yeah. as like Jason David Frank's side it's, of things, it's Power Rangers canon. Yeah. Like, I argue it all the time, but at the same time, like they, it was just a daughter they didn't tell me about, so I'll accept it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, oh, she was just upstairs the whole time, you know, in, si- <laughs> in sitcom terms, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> so with that said, where can they find you, Nick? Online. Oh, uh, you can find me on Twitter on, uh, at Valdezology. You can find me on Twitter at Valdezology. <laughs> I was going to say, you can find me at Twitter on Valdezology. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were killing it today. <laughs> we are both <laughs> killing it today. Um, so, yeah, you can find me at Matt Aguilar CB. Uh, and then, of course, you can find me and Nick's coverage of Power Rangers and anime and everything else in between. Uh, because I'm pretty sure if you go through like my articles, it's everything from Burger King, Stranger Things burgers, to <laughs> Power Rangers, to movies and Marvel and comics. And it's just, man, this like runs the gamut. Uh, but uh, you can find us there. And of course, we will be back in a couple of weeks and we will definitely be talking about uh, issue 40 of Power Rangers. And we'll also be talking about a bunch of other stuff that happens in between. Uh, so until then, do you have a send off for us? Hmm. I'm, I'm going to say this in anticipation of the Black Ranger vote. Uh, wild access. Nice. <laughs> That's the way you do it, folks. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Bye.